Welcome to the Arts Page. I'm Sandy Max, and get ready for Wisconsin architecture and music and a multicultural couple creating art together after we get into animation. The Simpsons debuted on TV in 1989 and quickly became a smash hit. The animated primetime sitcom continues to air and 34 years later remains a pop culture phenomenon. Springtime brought The Simpsons to the Trout Museum of Art in Appleton for a special exhibit called BART, B parentheses, art. Curated from a private collection, over 200 hand-drawn and hand-painted animation cells from the peak of the beloved series were on display for fans to enjoy. Let's take a look at the process of cell animation and the artistry that brings America's favorite animated family to life. This is a, a form of art that uh, the everyday person doesn't get to see often. This show has, uh, it's so relatable to the everyday citizen, you know. Uh, you can watch it and it's just a, about a normal American family. Uh, every, every episode is about a different thing happening in their life and you can relate to it. And I think that's held on throughout the last 30 some plus years. They used hand-drawn animation for the first 13 seasons before they did it, they switched to digital animation. So in this handmade animation process, they actually have these transparent sheets that they actually painted on. Um, so there's backgrounds that they painted and those stayed as they were, but then they switched out these transparent sheets where they drew the characters. So this is an example of an animation cell. Each cell consists of a background that's static and doesn't change. And then these characters on these transparent sheets called cells. Um, so the animators would actually draw all the characters and hand paint them on these transparent sheets so that when you laid it over the background, you could change the characters without drawing the background a bunch of times over and over again. Um, and they drew each one separately so that, for example, if Marge wanted to turn her head, they wouldn't have to draw all the characters over and over again. They would just switch out this one cell. Um, so actually on the, each transparent sheet, they'll do the outline, the black outline that you know from cartoons on the front, and then the solid colors filling in the faces and the clothes on the backside. And then they would switch out as they're filming at 24 frames per second all these slides um, of these cells to kind of make, create the motion. Well, these cells are actually collected by an Appleton native. Um, so he has a ton of different collections. Simpsons is one of his biggest collection. He also owns cells from the Grinch. In the 80s, he started collecting these cells. Um, and that actually started with uh, the Simpsons when it was just kind of shorts. Uh, so he got, found a couple cells from that. And he actually wasn't a fan of the show for a long time, but became a fan. Um, as he kind of saw it develop over time and animation kind of develop as an art form. Um, and he's just really passionate about um, the art form, the artists behind it, and he'll notice throughout the exhibit he owns actually a lot of some of the not so common characters too. So he's really a fan of all of them. This wall here shows a lot of our more rare and some kind of more valuable pieces because they show so many characters. A lot of cells, a lot of people want just the family, but these you can see have a lot of the side characters who people love just as well. This one actually has Elton John in it. Um, so the, that makes them a little bit more, more rare. 
I think the one that is most interesting is we actually have a slide from the episode where Bart purchases an animation cell. This is actually a cell that kind of breaks that barrier between reality and cartoon um, because Bart actually buys, Impulse buys this animation cell um, and is kind of disappointed because he didn't get a full scene, he just got an arm. But of course there's cells out there, there's warehouses full of cells from 35 years that are just an arm or just an outfit that are just not super exciting. So he got a, one that wasn't super thrilling for him. The, the great thing about this show in particular is it spanned generations. So we see people who they, they learned about it in their adulthood like Bill did or that they grew up with it as millennials probably did and even some Gen Z's grew up with it. Um, so there, we've seen a range of different audiences here and there's also the people that just like art in general um, who can see the art and the artistry behind the cells themselves. Because this is such a nostalgic show for a lot of generations, um, we wanted to have an immersive experience where people um, can kind of come and be reminded of different sayings, different characters, um, and also have opportunities for people to learn about the animation process itself. Yeah, so we're using these light boxes right now, which are pretty popular with artists, um, and especially with animators, because it helps them, you can see there's a light, and we have a picture, and we're able to put another piece of paper over it and actually trace it. So animators use these, it kind of saves some time um, to trace the characters quicker and make sure they always look the same. When you look at cartoons, you're like, is, is it art? You know, but there's people behind it. If you think about every art form across history, in the 19th century, impressionist artists Everything they did, they were at, museums were like, no, we're not putting that up. You're never gonna be famous. It's really ugly, but they proved them wrong. And I think that goes along also with animation where people kind of see it as like, they're the, they're the rebels. They're, they're doing this form that isn't widely recognized, but everybody loves it. I'm Sandy Max. Thank you for watching. Please like and subscribe for more arts related stories.